Get ready to move from ordinary to extraordinary, natural to supernatural, with Radical Change Ministries. Hallelujah. God is good. Yes, all the time. God is good. <clears throat> you know, I, I really felt to you guys that are struggling with pain in your bodies, hips, uh, ligaments, um, bones. Um, you know, it says in Psalms that a broken spirit dries up the bones. A broken spirit dries up the bones. And we declare that our spirits are healed because we have the Holy Spirit. And, and I want to encourage you and I want to challenge you that in, in, a, in these, go for 21 days and every day you don't pray in your own language. You can after you've prayed in tongues. But start when you wake up in the morning and you, you can pray in tongues. You start praying in tongues. Jared, you got tongues already? Not yet. Okay, you have it. It'll, it just has to come out. I really see that you have it. You first didn't want it, but now you do. <laughs> and uh, God is just showing me that it will start bubbling forth. It will start coming out. Okay? Hallelujah. He's so well pleased with you. Yeah. So what I want to, um, you know, while we were worshiping, I did a, a, a deal. God is so good. I'm telling you, Wednesday mornings is a great morning for me. <laughs> Doesn't matter what tried to come against me. You know, it's a great morning. God is a good God. He's a good God, you know. And there's another deal coming through. I, I can just not do it right now, but it's going to come. I know it. It's already done. You just have to say amen. Because you see, we're two or more agree when we're in unity. And that's the thing. It's so easy to judge and criticize. But why don't we just say, I, I agree to disagree, but whatever, we, we just go with that. You know? And um, um, a few months ago, I only said it to a select few, not because you're not selected. That's not, it's just some things you can't say to everybody because it's very sensitive. And... Um, it was really laid on my heart to pray for, for certain things, especially corruption and, and stuff, not just in our government, but in churches. It's so sad. And God was really showing me this and I shared. And last night, yesterday on Facebook, somebody published something and it was specific, a specific person that, that I knew corruption had to come because it's not to shame the people that those those pastors but it's to set them free because sin is only sin when it's in the dark when when you start confessing it it's healed you know so that's why we, we it's so you know when you're struggling with some something just confess it say to somebody that you can trust go to somebody that you can trust or um, come to me I'll, I I don't speak out when people come and see me they can testify nobody knows what they talked about or because it's between them God and me you know I don't even tell it to my husband really 
unless we see them together, but that's usually men. When I see men, I see it with my, I see them with my husband. Or I, if he really cannot, then I get somebody to sit in with me. But we have to protect ourselves and our ministry and that person too. So just remember that. If you are ministering to people, always have somebody with you. Because I've had a situation where the, the husband phoned me and said he wants to come and see me. He was livid. He was so angry with me. And when he walked in the house, it looked like he was going to fivefold ministry me. And um, he said that his wife said that I said she must divorce him. And I said, no, 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 that's not what I said. <laughs> I just said what the Word says. There's reasons where you can get divorced, but God hates sin. He hates divorce. He says it in His Word, but He loves the person. And in the end, we ministered to this guy, and the Holy Spirit really touched him. But then God told me, I sent out the disciples two by two, not one-one. Okay? And when you see somebody on your own and there's no other way, you record it. It's to protect that person and you. If I can give you a good tip. Okay? That was for free. Right. (laughs) Yeah, I'm so excited what's happening. But you know what? Um, It's important to have integrity. It's so important. As a woman and a man of God, you know, your yes has to be yes. And your no has to be no, especially parents. And it's not always easy. Because if you, if you, everything in between the word says is from the evil one. So um, if your yes is not yes and your no is not no, and for you guys that are still young and you're still going to have children and that, you know, if you said yes, it's yes. And if you said no, it's no. Unless the circumstances change in such a way, but then you have to explain it very nicely. Because we are training up our children not in in the way they should go. And that's rebellion sometimes. Because it was no yesterday, but today it's okay. You know, you can't. If it's no, it's no. The same with with ministry, the same with what we teach. If you, if, you, if you are preaching a certain way, you have to live it. You know, that's so important. And we will only be known by our fruit. You know, check the fruit. We're, not, we're never perfect, I promise you. I'm going to disappoint you. I don't want to, but I'm going to miss it sometimes. And I'm sure all of you guys is going to miss it too. But in the end, we, 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 we keep on working at it. What is the fruit of the Spirit? You have to know it. It starts with love and it ends with self-control. And everything in between us to be in those two boundaries. And every, every fruit of the Spirit goes with the gift of the Spirit. And when, in some areas we are maybe not mature yet. Patience. Kindness. Goodness, joy. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. You know, if somebody tells me they they have depression, you know, I want to hit that demon out of them. 
You know, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And it's a fruit of the Spirit. And you, it's a choice. It's a choice. I remember I've said this before. Um, In 2008, when I lost everything, houses, cars, everything. One morning I said to God, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm ready to go. I know I'm saved. <laughs> I, know, I know everything is fine. My children are, are big. They can look after themselves. I don't want to live anymore. You can just come and fetch me. I'm ready. So I'm lying there. So I said, okay, go. <laughs> okay, God. And I heard it so clearly. God said to me, get up. Get dressed. Put your makeup on. And stop being so sorry for yourself. Martha. Like a Martha. You know. <laughs> and I got, and I decided, you know, that's not what God wants. He want, doesn't want me to feel so sorry for myself. It's not so bad. You know, money is not the beginning and the ending of all. A house is not the beginning and the ending of all. Cars are not the beginning and the ending of all. It's who you are in Him. My worth didn't devalue because I don't own stuff. My worth increases in God's eyes. You are so worthy. You are worth more than the cattle on a thousand hills. You are worth more than a car or a house or promotion. That doesn't You're going to get it anyway because it comes from God. But your worth is who you are in Him. And as soon as you start walking in that confidence, that God confidence, you will see you will become a money magnet. You will become a healing, a walking, healing preacher, teacher, evangelist. When you start knowing that that's, we sing it, but do we really believe it? Or do we question ourselves all the time? This is not flowing in the prophetic. <laughs> so if we don't get there today, is it okay? <laughs> you know, we sing it. We sang it just now. We sang the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead lives in me. Is there anything too hard for you? No. Nothing. But you have to start seeing and believing yourself successful in everything that you do. Psalm 1 verse 3. If, if you can put that up for us, Yaku, thank you so much. There at the back. It says, it says that everything you do will prosper. Everything you do. Not just some stuff. There we are. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Now, we have to be planted and rooted somewhere. That's important. And we will be, not might be, not maybe. We will be like rivers, by a tree planted by rivers of water. 
those rivers is the Holy Spirit. It will flow through you all the time. But sometimes we quench it. We put a lid on it. That brings forth its fruit in its season. Say, I am fruitful. I am powerful. The same Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead lives inside of me. And if I question that today, I make a decision right now. Holy Spirit, come, fill me from the tip of my head to the soles of my feet. Be a continuous river flowing through me in Jesus' name. Amen. What does the word say? If we ask, we might receive. Are you sure? That's what the word says. So did you receive the Holy Spirit right now? Did you first have to ask for forgiveness and all of that stuff? No. That's not what the word says. Huh? If we ask, we will get. You will operate. Just put that scripture on again, Yaku, please. Say, I will bring forth fruit in its season. I operate in all the nine fruits of the Holy Spirit, fruits of the Spirit. I operate in it. It's maturing in my life. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Say, my leaf will not wither. There will always be shade under my leaves. They will not wither. People will always get refreshing when they come to me. Say it. People will always receive healing when they come to me. They will always receive a continuous flow. See, we have to speak it. We have to say it because the word is powerful. See what I do with the scripture. I make it mine. And whatever Renata does shall prosper. And whatever I do shall prosper. Maybe? No. It shall. So if you're busy with the wrong stuff, it's going to (laughs) prosper. All right. (coughs) Hallelujah. Okay. You know, what are we speaking right now? Truth. Am I right? We are speaking truth. That's the purest form of prophecy. It's truth. So if you speak truth, and the Word of God is truth, because Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's what Jesus said. So He's truth. Am I right? And it says in the Word that the Word became flesh and walked among us. So Jesus is the Word. Am I right? And He started walking 
among us. Ne? So we want to become like Jesus. Am I right? We want to raise the dead. We want to heal the sick. Okay? So we must start speaking Jesus. Because that's truth. Huh? So that's what I'm always saying. Get the word inside of you. But don't just be hearers of the word. But be a doer of the word. And meditate on that. Because that is truth. That is powerful. You have to be able by the end of this year, know 52 scriptures off by heart. Do you? Say not yet. I have a mind of Christ. I can do all things through Christ Jesus who gives me the strength. I can recite 52 scriptures by December. Because Renata says so. No. <laughs> See, we, we need to have the word inside of us. Because that's the truth. So start. You've got to, if you start this week, by next year, this time, you will know 52 scriptures. And you can. I promise you, you can. Because you have a mind of Christ. I bring my thoughts unto the obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ. I have a mind of Christ. I am slow to anger and quick to, to speak. Ugh, I'm, I'm slow to anger, slow to speak and quick to hear. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. God has given me the authority and the power to trample over all the authority and the power, scorpions and serpents, all the power of the enemy, not just some of it. No weapon formed against me will prosper. No negative word or curse spoken over me will have any effect. The word of God says a curse without a cause has no effect. It will not have an effect. God says in His word, Romans 8.28, everything works together for good for those who love the Lord. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. Those who love it will eat the fruit of it. What are we eating? Over our bodies. God says by the stripes of Jesus we are healed. That's in, in Isaiah and in Peter. See, when you speak, that should be coming out of you. Just scripture, just scripture. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. It says it two, three times in the word. Matthew 4, 4, Luke 4, 4, I think as well. You can go check on me. I could be wrong. <laughs> but it's Scripture. What's, what's in Luke, the last book of Luke 24, 45? I asked you to remember it. Then Jesus opened up their minds so that they would understand the Scriptures. And remember them, that's Renata's version. <laughs> I said it Wednesday when we didn't, yeah. Remember. See, you have a mind of Christ. You can remember. Luke 24, 45. The other day I said, Lord, open, open my mouth wide I'll 
Open your, the God said in Psalms, it's 81 verse 10. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. I said 80, it was 81 10. Can you put that up? Luke, uh, Psalm 81 10. I am the Lord your God who brought you out, brought you up from the land of Egypt. What, what was the land of Egypt? It was slavery. It was zero increase. They just had to work. But God brought them out. How? The Egyptians gave them all the, the money and, and the stuff and said, here, just take it. Just leave. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. Might? Maybe? Will. Am I right? Okay, open your mouth wide. Say, Lord, please, you promised you will fill my mouth with your word. I'm receiving that now. I do that a lot. <laughs> I think my nanny thinks she's not like a... <laughs> do it what can you lose nothing you can maybe swallow a fly <laughs> no I'm joking <laughs> see the word is practical it's practical we want to make it so holy it, God is holy I know but he says you are holy too and what is holy wholeness He's made you whole. That's holiness. God says in His Word, For I am holy, so you have to be holy. So you are holy. You are whole. Jesus made you whole on the cross when He died and He was risen. He had to do that so that we can be whole. So that we can be healed. So that we can prosper. But you see, we have to believe it. And we said that if you believe it, you will receive it. That song we sang. But do we really believe it? I know. When you have pain in your body and, and it, it, it's there. You know, it's like, Lord, why am I not? But just keep on. Just keep on. That's why I really felt this morning that hips and bones are being restored. We're getting bone implants, new hips, new spines, new bones in our feet and sinew and, and nerve. And, and God can do it. When He does a work, it, when He started a good work in you, what did He say? He will finish it. He will finish it. Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. He's writing our story. I promise you everything I'm saying now is scripture. You can go check up on me. Just go put the phrase in what I said and, and see what comes up, okay? In Google. You can do the Googleies today. <laughs> you know, you have all the power and the ability. Prophecy is saying what you hear from the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus said, I only do what I see my Father do and I only say what I hear my Father say. Isn't it? So now you have the Father's Spirit inside of you. That Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead. 
in Corinthians 2 verse 9 to 12. But it is written, I has not seen nor ear have heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Say, God loves me. I have eyes to see and ears to hear. God has filled my mouth with his word. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. Deep cries out to deep, ne? Deep cries out to mm-hmm. I like that song. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of a man which is in him? So when I start to prophesy and you start to prophesy, what does a man know? I don't know, but the Spirit of God inside of me knows. So when I yield to the Holy Spirit, He will reveal to me what is going on in that man. He's not going to reveal secret to expose you. He's going to reveal it in love to excel you. To encourage you, to exhort you, to build you up. And sometimes the prophetic is going to tear down stuff in your life that's not supposed to be there, but it will be in such love, you will not even know you corrected. That's why I say when, when, when we start to prophesy here, it has to be in love. You must make sure when you say something, it has to be in such love that that person doesn't know he's being corrected. The prophetic has hurt so many people. We don't prophesy like the prophets of old. God says. We don't. That's not who we are now. God will warn. He will warn. He will say, I see you struggling with something. But God says, I'm going to set you free. But then you still have to have make a choice. Huh? Which except the spirit of man which is in him. Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have past tense. That's still... 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9 to 12, Yaku. Sorry. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9 to 12. Now we have, past tense, received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from who? From God. That we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. It's just different translations, but it's okay. You just go interpret it. Okay. Prophecy is not telling you what is going to happen. 
It is proclaiming what has already happened. How powerful is that? Huh? But you're just not there yet. <laughs> Hallelujah. In Isaiah 48 verse 3 it says, I have declared the former things from the beginning. They went forth from my mouth and I caused them to hear it. Suddenly I did them and they came to pass. Huh? You know, everything is possible for God. Am I right? Nothing is impossible for Him. He is the God of the impossibilities. Now, is anything too hard for you? If we have the Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead in us, is anything too hard for you? No. You know, God gives you glimpses of your future so that you know where you're going to because it's already there. You're just not there yet. But it's already there. Our airplanes are already there. I can see it. They are standing there. They are always filled up with gas. They are paid for. They are debt free. In the beginning of the year, I said to my husband, we will be debt free by the end of this year. We are. It's not even the end of the year yet. Everything's paid for. Cars, houses, everything. God is good, but I saw it. I had to see it and I had to believe it and I received it. You have to start speaking into that thing. Command your bones to be healed and keep on declaring it. And if you wake up in the morning with pain, say, hey, you're not listening to me. Be healed. Pain, go out of my body. I'm going to lie on this bed and get my hip replacement from the heaven. I'm drawing a hip from there right now. The perfect fit in Jesus' name. I'm, I'm touching my, my, it's, yeah. I'm touching my heel right now and I command it to be healed. Heal, I'm speaking to you. Be healed. Every sinew, every nerve, every bone, it's not my ankle, it's hers. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm speaking to my ankle for her. <laughs> I don't have pain in my body. I don't have pain in my hip. It's not aching at all whatsoever, howsoever. It's healed. It has to leave. It's already left. In Jesus' name. And if I'm doing stupid things, I ask this Holy Spirit to reveal it to me that I don't do them anymore. I mean, maybe I'm not walking enough. Maybe I'm not exercising enough. Or maybe I'm sitting too much or whatever. The Holy Spirit knows all things and He will reveal it to us. And maybe I have abused my body in the past. But it's forgiven. It's under the blood. It's been restored. But I have to believe it and say it. 
And now I have to say, my youth is being renewed like an eagle daily. In Jesus' name. That name above all names. That name that, uh, that, that hell shakes when I get up. Hell is afraid when I get up. And I don't even focus on those demons because when I step in, they have to leave because I am the light. And whatever spoken anything over me, I declare it null and void. And every fiery dart that's been shot off in me, my faith has already quenched that. Because that shield of faith is water. It's the Holy Spirit. And when that dart goes in there, and that's why we need each other to cover our backs, because that is open. Especially your pastor. You have to pray for them. And if I'm your pastor, you have to pray for me. <laughs> and if I'm not your pastor, you can pray for me anyway. <laughs> it's true, but, but you know what? I realize the more I pray for my friends and the congregation and all of that, I forget to pray for myself. But it's okay. Because when Joe prayed for his friend, he got double. And I'm really, at this stage, that's all I'm doing. I'm praying for the congregation and, and my husband's bent and my children and my um, grandchildren. Oh, he's so beautiful. Anyway. <laughs> and uh, he is, eh? The guy, you saw him Sunday. It was the first time he came to church. Oh, it was so cute. I just wanted to hold him all the time, but I couldn't. Anyway, so... <laughs> I mean, your children is a blessing from God and your spiritual children. So because you are here, I'm not saying you're infants or immature when I say you're children, but we're all children of the Most High God. And spiritually, you children, my children, not, if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. I'm not, I know some of you guys are in other churches, but I love you guys. I really do. I get so excited when I pray for you doesn't matter in which congregation you are. I don't care. Really. Those, those pastors that just wants to hold on so badly to their people, good for them. <laughs> it's not your people. I'm sorry. It's not your church either. It's God's. So if you say it's my church and it's my people, you're making a mistake. It's not, it's God's people and it's God's church. And God said, He's raising up the church. And God says, He's adding to the church. He's just using us. Not using us like misusing. He is using us powerfully because His glory comes through us. His presence comes through us. That's, that's what He's doing. And that's why I like you guys to minister. I don't feel threatened by you. I don't. I love it. You pray. You go. I want you to increase. I want you to excel. I'm not intimidated by your giftings. They all come from the same Holy Spirit. <laughs> There's not one in Duna that has to always be in the front and always... But we have to honor. That's very important. Our whole month, next month, is about honor. 
We have to first honor God and now it goes down. And I'm reading books on honor now and it's it's so powerful. And when you honor the prophet, you get a prophetic reward. You get a prophet's reward. What is a prophet's reward? Okay, but I'm not going to run there. We're going we're gonna to still do that. Yeah. What is the reward? It's powerful. One of them is multiplication. So if you want to multiply, honor the prophet. So into the prophet. Because when Elijah was there, what happened? Stuff multiplied. Jesus, the greatest prophet of all, what happened? It multiplied. Huh? Make sense? Hallelujah. Who wants to get beyond their present pain right now? You know, sometimes it's it's financially, it's whatever. Okay? Through a prophetic word, God gives you a glimpse of what you're going to get in the future. Isn't it right? So that's why he does. That's why it's encouraging to get a prophetic word, to give a prophetic word. Because if I say what the word says, I say you're going to prosper. Because God says it. And be in health. Just as your soul prospers. So what's your soul? Your will, your intellect, your emotions. So see that those three areas prosper. If you want to know how, worship. Praise and worship. Get into the presence of God. Joy, the joy of the Lord is your strength. It will strengthen your body. It will strengthen your mind. Renew the spirit of your mind. Constantly renewing the spirit of your mind. Ephesians 3. Anyway, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the entire renewal of your mind. Bring your thoughts unto the obedience of the Lord Jesus Christ. 2 Corinthians 5, 10. Romans 12, 2. And do not be conformed to this world any longer with its superficial, superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind. Focusing. Just go on. Oh, it doesn't give that one. But... Focusing on God, focusing on the Word of God, because that changes your mind, that renews you, that transforms you. Knowing that it's, it's for, a, for by the grace of God given to me, I say, on godly values and ethics and attitudes. Thank you. Are you okay? You're doing brilliant. I know I'm putting you on the spot here. I'm putting myself on the spot here. Because <laughs> what stands here and what I'm saying is not the same. <laughs> that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is. His good will, His acceptable will, and perfect will in His plan and purpose for you. Can you see? You can be in His good, acceptable, or perfect will. I would love to be in God's perfect will all the time. That's, that's the ultimate We're not always there. Sometimes we mess up. And then we're only in His acceptable will. 
But then people say, but I, if it's the will of God, oh goodness. Really? You should know what the will of God is. The will of God is His Word. The will of God is you are healed. It's not to give you sickness because you've... No, that's junk. That's out of the pit of hell. God does not put sickness on you. He's not decided COVID has to come so that we can learn a lesson. That's the enemy. The enemy comes to kill, steal and destroy. In Corinthians 14 with verse 1, it says, Pursue love and desire spiritual gift, but especially that you may prophesy. You have to pursue. What does pursue mean? Chase after. What? Love. And God is love. So chase after Him. Be a God chaser. Chase after Him. Chase after Him. Make a decision. I'm not going around this same mountain this year. I refuse. Set your goals. Write them down. Decide I'm going to, every day, I'm going to read a scripture. I'm going to memorize a scripture. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to cut my portions in half. I'm not going to eat so many chocolates and chips and sweets and stuff like that. I'm just... You know, I'm speaking about myself, but yeah. You know, we have to, and I really started to do that. And I, I lost 10 Ks. And last night I had a half a pack of, of cheese curls. And I know I shouldn't have. I only should have had a little bowl. But it's okay. I'm not going to eat the other half today or tomorrow. I'm only going to eat it next week. <laughs> only half of half. I'm, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> oh, man. You can treat yourself, but not every day. Treat yourself with the scripture. Treat yourself with a massage. If you can't afford it, go to your kids. Or do it yourself. <laughs> or ask your friend. The men, the men, and the women, the women, okay? <laughs> if you're not married. <laughs> Unless you have a girlfriend. <laughs> ask your husband. Or so. So massages, go and say, I'm going to treat you tonight. Come and lie down. I'm going to put some oil. I'm going to just spoil you. I'm going to rub your back. I'm going to rub your feet. I'm going to give you a pedicure. I'm going to give you a manicure. I love to do that to my husband. I just like to do that. I like to do to push back all the stuff. Yeah. And of course, I get them all the time because I'm sewing them all the time. <laughs> you know, pursue means a strong feeling of wanting to have something or wishing for something to happen. But we shouldn't just wish, we should believe. And going with the flow. It's like this morning. 
I prepared so hard on this thing and it's not coming out of my mouth, but whatever, go with the flow. That's what the Word of God says in um, John 3 verse 8. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it, but you cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. See, so just go with the flow. It's okay, you know. I've seen so many times that um, we can rebuke the wind when it's causing destruction, like Jesus rebuked the wind. We can. And um, like when the fires were raging now in the free state, you know, we can pray that that wind turns and, and it blows into itself, the, the fire and and that, but you see, we don't take our authority up. The authority that the Lord Jesus Christ gave us. And we question it because we say, what if nothing happens when I pray for her? But what if something does happen? Huh? And sometimes we have to keep on and keep on and keep on until it happens even if you don't see it immediately. I was praying for supernatural weight loss, guys, I cannot tell you. And every morning I get up and I look and I think, oh man, it hasn't supernaturally dropped off yet. And, and you know me, I've never been fat. But I didn't like the way I was because I was eating too much. And I, in February, I just made a decision. I'm, I can do this. With the help of the Holy Spirit, He's a spirit of self-control and, he, and the Holy Spirit will help me. And now when I eat my spaghetti bolognese, I only eat half. I want to eat the whole thing, but I don't. <laughs> and last night, my self-control missed it a little bit. <laughs> and I ate half the pack instead of a quarter of it. But it's okay. The thing is, it's like when you miss it, do you keep on missing it and say, ah, (laughs) isn't it? Sometimes we do that too. Instead of saying, okay, I I missed it, but it's okay. Today I'm not going to eat donuts and and bar ones and and all of that stuff. Today I'm going to have self-control. And instead of eating a donut or, a, or whatever, I'm going to say scripture. There's some stuff that I'm struggling with at the moment and I'm going to just get scripture and I'm going to speak it over my body and I'm going to pray in tongues. And every time I feel that, that feeling of, you want cheese goals, you want cheese goals comes over me, I'm going to take that scripture and I'm going to pray in tongues and I'm going to keep on saying it. And so with any area in your life that you are struggling with, Finances, get financial scriptures. If you don't have them, ask me. I will give it to you. Okay? If you're struggling, I've seen some people in our church are struggling with the spirit of sleep and slumber. When you come in here, you want to sleep. It's demonic. You must curse it to its roots. You stay awake every time you come for prayer. It's the enemy that's putting you to sleep. Remember when the the disciples had to pray with Jesus at Gethsemane? 
What happened to them? They kept on falling asleep. He said, I just asked you to pray for a while and you fall asleep. But guess what? The sun sets free is free indeed. And you can get free. Just keep on, just keep on, just keep on. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but then suddenly... And suddenly, I believe really, it's a, it's, it's a, these last months are months of suddenlies, sudden breakthroughs, sudden promotions, sudden bonuses, sudden healings. Sudden ideas, creative and innovative ideas. Stuff coming that you thought will never, ever happen. But you don't think like that, eh? No, we don't think like that. We know it's going to happen. Yeah. We know it's going to happen. The Holy Spirit is like the wind. The wind blows in different directions at any given time. Have you seen? Sometimes the wind's blowing like this and then when you look again, it's blowing the other way. Hmm. And sometimes there was not a breeze, there was nothing. And then suddenly this big wind comes up. And that's how the Holy Spirit is. That's why God says it's like the wind. He changes direction sometimes. You know, it's like I was thinking I'm going this way today, but then the Holy Spirit decided we're going that way today. And it's okay. This morning, um, somebody said to me, don't put so much pressure on yourself. And it's true. I must just let the Holy Spirit lead and guide and, and, and I must still prepare because that's excellence. We have to operate in a spirit of excellence. But if I'm not on point today, it's okay. I'm just really ministering from my heart. And I'm really trusting. Sometimes we can't see the wind. You can you see? You can't see the wind. You just see the trees blowing, the leaves, and the. We don't see the wind, but you can feel it. You can feel the Holy Spirit. We don't always see it, but it's a person, and the Holy Spirit's right here, and He can blow out everything in our lives that's not supposed to be there if we give over to Him. And let him do what he wants to do and needs to do. And he is the spirit of power and and might and insight and revelation and fear of the Lord. That is who he is. He is. So when you need it, he'll he'll operate. But you see, we're, we always compare ourselves to somebody else that's better than us. Instead of saying, but God, this is how you made me. I cannot be like that preacher. That is not who I am. I don't know Hebrew. I cannot say all those Hebrew words. (laughs) But that doesn't make me less anointed. That's, That's an amazing gifting they have. And I honor that and I look up to that. But that's not how I minister. And that's not how you're going to minister. 
And that's not how you're going to minister. But somebody out there needs the way you minister. And we've all been chosen by God. And it's for us to take up that call and say, I can do this. Even if I just pray, even if my calling is just to pray. You know what? That's the most powerful calling there is. <laughs> we need prayer warriors in church. You know, D.L. Moody did all those great and mighty works because there was two old ladies praying for him all the time and they never stopped. We need intercessors for our country, for our churches, for our pastors, for our prophets, for our apostles. We need them. And if somebody tells me, pray for me, I pray immediately, I get it over and done with, and it's finished. And I don't say very long prayers sometimes. Somebody phoned me last night in tears. And I said, I will pray for you. I didn't want to pray over the phone because I didn't want to. It wasn't what I was supposed to do. But when I put the phone down, I, I called my husband because we two or more agree. And I said to him, just, just agree with me quickly. And I said, thank you, God, that this lady will be filled with, with joy right now and, and take away her heart sore and, and, her, and her tiredness and all of that stuff and just fill her with your joy and your peace and your kindness and your goodness and let your peace that surpasses all understanding, God, her heart and her mind. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Finish. Okay, lovey, thanks. You just have to say amen. <laughs> and if he gets something, he'll say it. If you ask Pastor Yaku to pray for you, it will be much longer than mine, okay? So if you want a long prayer, ask him. If you want a short one, you're going to get mine. <laughs> but sometimes the Holy Spirit leads me to pray for hours. Just have to be sensitive on how the wind blows. And then you get prophetic word for that person. And many times you mustn't deliver it right there. But it's okay. It was like a young man was sitting in church on Sunday and I, I was praying yeah for people and God distinctly said to me, go to that guy. And I was like, God, he doesn't want me to go to him. God says, yes, I know, but I want you to go to him. <laughs> and you could feel the resistance as I'm coming. He's saying, go away, go away, go away. Please don't come to me. Please don't go. I don't want to hear it. This is not, I don't know what this is, but... And when I said that to him, you said, I mustn't come to you. He said, yeah, it is so. <laughs> and I remember his name is Valentin. Yes. And I was praying for him yesterday. Because there's a tremendous attack on his life. To take the wrong road. But I'm telling you, you, you as his friends, I don't know if you guys are his friends or whatever. You pray for him because... Valentine, I don't know what it means. I wanted to go and look it up, but I will. And uh, I'm really going to pray for him. It's a mighty man of God. He's been called. He's resisting at the moment, but it's okay. 
the Spirit of God is so powerful and, and, and so um, faithful. We just pray. But thanks for bringing Him. <laughs> I don't know who brought Him, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sense for you guys? I'm going to finish today. We're all going to minister. You're going to pray for me when I leave because I have to go to Joburg quickly. <laughs> um, I have an appointment there. So um, if you guys, when I leave now, you can just pray for me. And you guys, they will record it. And then I'm going to say God bless you and keep you and let His face shine upon you. And I know He's lifting His countenance towards you and He's giving you peace and He's healed you and He's doing hip replacements and uh, He's doing valve replacements. You? Okay. And uh, He's opening arteries and He's fixing nymph loads. Okay, you're getting one. Okay. But you know what? Sometimes God uses doctors. Okay, but then you trust God to give it to you. Okay? <laughs> That's also good. All right? So we're trusting with her. Are you in agreement for a valve replacement? Thank you, Father, for her, a hip replacement or left hip. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we are in agreement. In Jesus' name, Lord, thank you, Father, that, that you're always with us. You never leave us. Thanks for tuning into Radical Change Ministries. Subscribe for more.